0: This is the West Michigan Sports Show, presented by the United States Air Force. Now, here's your host, Brandon Wirth. Here we go. This is episode three of the West Michigan Sports Show, right here on WBRN, sponsored by the United States Air Force. I'm Brandon Wirth, your host, and so excited you have came back for the third episode. Of this new podcast series devoted to the local sports success... All around, it has been a great start, and I'll tell you what—I've gotten a little bit of a sneak peek here in the planning, and I am super excited for some of the episodes that will be coming out later on. So make sure that you hit the subscribe button on whatever podcast platform you are on, whether it's on the website at com or on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. And spoiler alert here, just for the listeners, we might be going on to some more platforms. So stay tuned for that. We are always looking to expand the show and that is something that is in the works, and there might be more platforms coming. So if there's one out there, you might want to stay tuned because it might be coming to the platform that suits you best. But today's episode, we are talking about softball and all the success that we got. Last episode, we heard a lot of great feedback from the Baseball Recap, which had a lot of great interviews as well as information, stats, and recap things you know of that nature. So if you missed that, make sure you go back and listen to that episode and the first one, too, where we talk about the conference realignment that will be affecting all Central Michigan sports, frankly, for this year's to come. I talked to some ADs and had some great conversations. You can follow that as well on the feed wherever you're finding this podcast. But before we get into softball, thank you so much to the sponsors for making this possible. Those include the Schuberg Insurance Agency, Quality Car and Truck Repair, Johnson's Automotive, AlterCare Big Rapids, Miseola Attack, and the Miseola Career Center, Paris Auto Sales and Service of Big Rapids, and Moda, the Mecosta Osceola Transit Authority. Thank you for making this show possible for all of you. So with that being said, let's dive into the diamond and we'll go in reverse order this time, just keeping you on your toes. So we'll start in Division 4 and then we'll go to 3, 2, and 1 respectively. So make sure if you're looking for a specific team, uh, if it's not mentioned early on, that doesn't mean it won't be mentioned. So make sure that you listen into the whole episode or you can dive in and find whatever later. I won't judge. I know you're looking for your team and you're looking for how your team did. So I understand that. But for all those out there in Division 4 uh, certainly know the name of Unionville Seaboang, and they were certainly the team to watch going into this year and they prevailed once again for the third straight year their third straight state championship with a 4-1 win over number two ranked Ottawa Lake White for just a dominating program and kudos to them for all they've done building that program up three state titles in consecutive years that's a tough feat. It, it is very impressive, so shout out to them. But after a stellar run last season, uh, the Holton Red Devils, their flame was actually put out earlier than expected, I think, this year in 2022 as they lost in the district final to Pentwater 4 to nothing after making such a huge run last year and ended up making it all the way to the semifinals, where they lost in a, just an absolute barn burner against Rudyard 9 to 8 nine innings. So, unfortunately, their run coming shorter than I think they would have expected and they sure would have hoped. Um, but simply, just a great year still for Holton, I believe, coming out of the silver as conference champs and certainly something to be proud of there. Uh, White Cloud, who was also in that district 108, they ended up falling to Pentwater 6 1 in the semifinal round, which led to Pentwater beating Holton. And so Pentwater the one that took out both CSA Silver teams in District 108 but also the Marion Eagles enjoyed a very good season this year they didn't quite reach the regional round where they lost to Holton in their route to the state semis last year the Eagles still finished in the top quadrant of their conference and they ended up losing to conference rival Misik in a 3-2 nail biter in the postseason this year but very good performance for them very good to see them at high success but anyway moving into Division Three, and certainly where The local story was probably most prominent. The Everett Wildcats, what a fantastic, fantastic season, making it all the way to the state final and just coming out just short against Millington and extra innings. Just a heartbreaking story, but still an amazing season. And I know they gained many fans this year, including myself, for simply the way that they played, their chemistry, their excellent fundamentals were just absolutely awesome to see on the field, their road to Michigan State, included a District 71 title where they beat Lake City McBain and home advantage Pine River to clinch that 71 crown. Uh, and they also came in through the regional 18 title in Clare where they beat Hart and Beaverton where they only allowed one run in each of those contests, certainly showing their defensive prowess. And they continued with a 3 1 quarterfinal win and beating Granville Christian's 6 1 in the semifinals to reach that finals game against Millington. Certainly the fielding was on display and certainly was one of the great parts of this team. And, I mean, they were just great all around, fundamentally pitching, hitting. And I asked Coach Amanda Brown about how the team grew over the season. She said that what made everything click was turning an action into a reaction. They, They just had to keep their heads on straight. I mean, when we would research teams and we would know something about them, we tend to think too much about what they might be doing instead of worrying about what we're going to do to put the ball in play or to make this play. And when we just made everything a reaction instead of a thought, it was so much more fun to watch. And we that's what we preached all season long. It can't be a thought. It has to be a reaction. The Wildcats this year were led by first-team all-state pitcher Addison Gray, as well as honorable mention second baseman Kai Antiette, but Coach Brown made sure to mention to me and everybody on that team that they had a prominent role in this season. That certainly was the case, especially for the JV players that would normally have a field to play with. Since Everett did not have a JV team this year, a lot of those players got the experience reserving uh, and coming in for those varsity players, and I mean, certainly... I think there's one thing that baseball and softball doesn't bring to mind as much that it should. is just a simple dugout environment. Being able to have that momentum is so crucial in the sport overall. And I think that's certainly what you saw when you watched the Wildcats play, for sure. But uh, another local team, Reed City, also had a much improved season, reaching 20 wins this season after... A three-win season a year ago. Huge improvement from Coach Stieg's squad. The Wildcats were led by Riley Schaefer, Kalen Goodman, Hayden Cutler, and Isabel Guy. Each were nominated as first-team Pioneer Dream Team, Cadillac News All-Area, and CSA All-Conference honorees. Uh, Reed City ended up falling in the district finals to the Pine River Bucks, who saw their season come to an end against Ever in the District 71 final. But moving up one bracket into District 70, the Hesperia Panthers fell a district champs' heart in the opening round. The Panthers originally made this transition from District 73 to District 70 this year, but unfortunately the Pirates followed and they ended up getting the short straw of a rematch and would fall to the Pirates for the second year in a row. But speaking of District 73, Ravenna held strong as the best of the district this year, beating CSA's Silver opponents Kent City and Nuego's victor and host Montague. The Eagles led the Silver with five upperclassmen reaching all-conference honors, while Nuego continues to fight for success under head coach Becky Scott. Over in 74, Central Montcalm couldn't quite replicate their dominant 2021 campaign that led to a state quarterfinal appearance where they fell in the district final round at home 8-4 to Ithaca. Lakeview also fell to the Yellow Jackets while Mouly Stanwood lost to St. Louis in Lornimer's first season as head coach. Moving up U.S. 131 and into Division Two, it was Big Rapids that took home the crown in District 35 for the second year in a row, beating Cadillac 7 nothing in the title game. The Cardinals would reach the regional semifinals where they would fall for the second straight year to powerhouse and host Gaylord. According to junior Riley Heiss, the team just couldn't keep up with Division Two's top-ranked ball club. Yeah, we knew that if we won our district, Gaylord was going to be a tough matchup. They knocked us out last year. And they're a good ball club, and our regional was really strong this year, so we knew it was going to be a tough matchup, but we hung in there with them at first and just never recovered once we got down. Despite the loss, Big Rapids still showed dominance all season long. The Cardinals ran through the CSAA gold season unblemished for another conference title and won 33 games this year. Big Rapids used elite bats to record a team average of 432 at the plate. That's not just one player, that's their whole team of 9-plus players at 432 as an average. Very impressive with the bats, including 126 extra base hits and 385 runs scored. When asking head coach Don Thompson, she said the team thrived off of their preparation and their approach. To be honest, it's a, it has been a lot of preparation, um, but again, it's our approach. I think our hitters are very disciplined, um, and they understand that we have hitters 1 through 9 that can come through for us, so there's that confidence that maybe if I have a bad at-bat, somebody is going to pick me up. And, you know, hitting can be contagious, and I feel like our team gets on a roll and we don't stop. Um, It doesn't matter if there's no outs or two outs. They're going to go and battle and have the same type of at-bat. So very aggressive and very disciplined. Individually for Big Rapids, sophomore Melissa Warren led the team, hitting 595 this season with 19 doubles and 8 home runs. Sophomore Ferris Carroll led the squad with 20 stolen bases and 4 triples. Riley Heist paced the cards on the rubber, winning 22 of 26 contests this season, including 182 strikeouts on the mound and a 1.80 ERA. Very impressive. Chippewa Hills, also in District 35, fell in the quarterfinals to Shepard this year, but it should be known how great they improved from a registered two-win team a year ago to over 20 wins this season at 21-16. and 16. Round of applause for them. That is a huge turnaround for the Warrior team. Over in District 36, the Grant Tigers, you could say, earned their stripes this season, beating Fremont, host Whitehall in a 12-inning game, and Luddington in an 8-inning game to hoist the District Crown. What a fight that was. They would go on to lose to future semifinalists, Kanaba and Gaylord, 8-0. What could have been a CSA showdown for the Regional Crown? What could have been? Big Rapids against Grant. I certainly would have liked to see that. Tri-County also came up short in District 36, losing to Luddington in their rebuilding season stevensville lakeshore was the team that took the overall title in division two this year and earning their record tying eighth state championship eight state championships now that is what you call a dynasty their win over trenton six to two gave coach denny dock his eighth title with the program and certainly has done an incredible job with that team Rounding out the episode, Division I this year was owned by Alan Park, who avenged a 5 nothing 2021 Finals loss to win 5 nothing How appropriate. In their win over story program Macomb, Dakota in 2022. So congrats to them. But thank you guys for tuning in for another recap episode. Thank you so much for your support. And don't forget to subscribe and like the show on all of the media platforms that we are on. We appreciate all the support that you guys have with this show. I'm having a lot of fun. I'm certainly hoping you guys are having a lot of fun listening to this. And I also want to give a big shout-out to our sponsors that make this possible, including the Schuberg Insurance Agency, Quality Car and Truck Repair, Johnson's Automotive, Alter Care Big Rapids, Paris Auto Sales and Service of Big Rapids, Moto the Macassi-Asili Transit Authority, Misiola Tech, and the Misiola Career Center. But make sure to subscribe at the com for more podcast episodes coming out just in a few. And let me tell you again, there are going to be a lot of great episodes coming up. But thank you guys so much for your support. This has been the West Michigan Sports Show presented by the United States Air Force. I'm Brandon Wirth, and we'll see you next time.